Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Macro Compass. Can you smell the FOMO? Last week, the fear of missing out became the prevalent market narrative again. And data seemed to further validate the soft landing narrative, and central bankers all of a sudden became data dependent. So markets are FOMOing like it's 2019 again. But 2023 is nothing like 2019 for many macro reasons that we are going to touch upon. In this piece, we will reflect on last week's important macro data, non-farm payrolls, ISM services, and more, and the central bank meetings, the Federal Reserve and ECB in particular. We will also dig deep into how markets reacted and most importantly, analyze what's the consensus macro regime being priced in right now and whether the macro data will really validate it or not going further. And finally, assess how to best position portfolios in this environment. The main question is, can you smell the FOMO? And yes, you definitely can. It seems like markets are trading a bit like they were at the beginning of 2019, when the Fed pivoted very hard and the economy managed a proverbial soft landing. Let's go back in time and think at 2018, when the hiking cycle that Powell had actually engineered was quickly reversed at the beginning of 2019, and effectively the economy slowed down in 2019, reflecting the tight policy stance from the Fed in 2018, but not nearly enough to result in a hard landing. In 2019, the S&P 500 earnings growth was 0.6%, so mildly positive, but not negative. Core inflation was stable around 2%. The US still added 160,000 new jobs per month. So nominal growth was low, but not a recession. In other words, the Fed had engineered a soft landing. Markets are now sort of trading as if this will happen again in 2023, but 2023 is not 2019. First of all, let's picture the current market regime. And in the article, you will see a very important chart, which is derived from the Macro Compass Market Regime Scrutinizer Model. It's a market-implied probabilistic assessment for, US, for the U.S. economic growth regime ahead. It basically measures what are the market-implied odds that cross-asset markets are assigning to a U.S. recession, a soft landing, or a strong growth regime ahead. We scrutinize option markets in fixed income, equity, and currencies, and we blend in the result, the resulting market-implied probabilities in one indicator. And what is indicator saying right now? It's saying that markets are pricing a U.S. soft lending as the dominant probabilistic regime, 65%. And in recent weeks, the left recessionary tail has been aggressively priced out. So markets are now discounting only a 15% chance of a recession while the chance of a strong growth regime ahead has been bumped up to 20%. Now, the macro compass does not believe these odds correctly reflect the future path ahead. We assign roughly a 60% chance to a recession against market priced in 15% only. Now, the data from last week, um, the apparently very hot labor market data and ISM services um, made so that the right tail, the strong growth regime tail, probability has been bumped up to 20%. But the bond market still believes that the soft lending, the immaculate disinflation soft lending, remains the main regime ahead. 
Inflation is priced to drop hard to 2.5% by year-end and to stabilize to 2% in the long run, perfectly aligned to a soft landing and to, to what the Fed is looking for. And uh, non-recessionary cuts are priced for the Fed. So as if inflation slows down, but without a recession, and the Fed can gently cut rates to neutral levels without resorting to recessionary cuts. The bond market assigns a 15% probability to recessionary cuts in line with other asset classes. And again, it assumes a very high probability of a disinflationary soft lending at almost 60%. And this is important because the more this becomes the bond market assumed base case, a disinflationary market soft lending, when that becomes the dominant market regime, it's all about selling insurance and getting paid for that well, basically waiting for nothing to happen and for a Fed to be on a very predictable path. Where the Fed is, according to markets at least, on a very predictable path, bond volatility is crushed. And you can see in the article a chart that shows that lower bond volatility leads to higher equity valuations. And the, the drawdown in, the mark, in bond market volatility can be even associated with S&P 500 trading around 4,200 in the short term. And now... The key questions are the following. Once we understand what is the probabilistic dominant macro regime priced by markets, we need to ask ourselves, are macro data validating the soft lending base case priced in by cross-asset markets? Are central banks really on a predictable path ahead? We have seen over the last two days the bond market already trying to discount all of a sudden a tighter Fed and trying to change their mind. So is the central bank really on a predictable path ahead? Most importantly, is 2023 going to look like 2019, a year when the S&P rallied 30% with minimal volatility? In this article, we will reflect much further on the important macro data from last week, ISM, non-farm payrolls, and more. We will have a deep look at the Federal Reserve meeting and the ECB meeting. We will also analyze in deep, in depth, what's pricing by markets and whether the macro data coming will validate this regime or not. And finally, we will assess how to best position portfolios for this environment. Getting access to the full-length pieces from the Macro Compass, as you well know, requires a paid subscription. And entering the Macro Compass platform, you'll find not only deep and unique full-length macro insights, but also ETF portfolios, tactical trade ideas, interactive tools, and more. So if you want to join this vibrant community of hedge funds, macro investors from all over the world, you can check out which subscription tier suits you the most using the link at the end of the article or going on the macrocompass.com slash subscribe. I'll talk to you guys again next week.